Welcome to Writing and Self-Publishing. I'm Matt Powers, I'm your teacher, and we're gonna be talking about one of my favorite things to talk about in the world, which is writing. It is a craft, it is an intellectual effort, it is, it is really a courageous and bold act. If you wanna just like get right down to it, it is this like expression and is reaching out to the world to try to bring something to the world that is greater than just a, you know, something that we can encapsulate in a conversation or even, you know, a day classroom or something. A book is an extended thought. And many people are in intimidated by the idea of embarking upon that journey. So I wanna start off by thanking you, congratulating you and praising you for being one of the courageous few, for being one of the intellectual few that is going to take on this challenge. And if you feel like, oh, intellectual, I'm not an intellectual, ah, don't worry about that aspect because the reality is those of us who are creating these products, it doesn't matter if we're speaking straight, you know, straight from our heart or our gut, we're speaking in extraordinarily plain speech, or if we're just creating how-tos that really just getting out of the way, these are communications that are meant to help people's lives improve. So they absolutely are an intellectual act. And I would argue that the simpler it is, the less just, you know, combobulated and all that kind of like highfalutin thought process, you know, um, the more intellectual it actually is. So uh, I don't want us to go crazy trying to, you know, like do some, you know, trying to prove something here. What I want to do is actually remove. I think about things completely different than a lot of people. And it's because I've gone through a lot of progressions, I've tried a lot of things, and, and it's really about removing the things that are holding us back, that are blocking us, that um, are locking us in. And when we remove these blocks and we free ourselves, we free our expression, our communication, and our ideas, there's this you know, beautiful clarity that comes. And, I, and that's, that's a key component of what we're gonna be talking about as we get into this, this week and into this course and as we carry on into your practice. So just to start off with, I'm Matt Powers. This is Writing and Self-Publishing. You made it, you're in the right place. This is a very extraordinarily special course, one that I didn't expect myself to be doing. I thought it was gonna be gardening and permaculture and seed saving, and I, I, I wasn't gonna be able to like put my English teacher hat back on, but, but you have facilitated this. And it's because so many of us in permaculture, in the regenerative world, um, in my audience, are, are really desiring to share what they know with the rest of the world and, and really elevate their community, elevate the world with some, some amazing insights, some teaching, some story. And by the way, when I say story, I want, like in my mind, that wasn't like a, a ladder option. That is the pinnacle option. And even when we're doing nonfiction, story is really how we encode these things into identity. So we'll get more into that as we go, don't worry. This is an awesome opportunity and I hope you take full advantage of it because what I am going to share with you in this course, I didn't learn in any school, any program, and I have not seen it anywhere online. And I've been taking all these, you know, courses about, you know, running businesses online from people who are making millions of dollars. And 
I'm just watching them do these things and I'm like, I wonder if they know what I'm doing and if they're doing what I'm doing. Because for me, I wouldn't be able to stay afloat if I wasn't doing what I'm doing. And, and I'll get into the numbers, we'll get into all of that, but let's first start off with my story, you know, who I am. So I am a longtime writer. Before I was a musician, before I was a teacher, before I, you know, was a teenager even, I was a writer. I started writing and uh, privately, you know, for myself as a craft, as something I was practicing in like third and fourth grade. And I started hiding the, the poetry in my mattress for my brothers, wanted them to find it. And I just, I just wanted, I just felt really serious about writing and about communicating through the written word. And I was convinced of this, this deep power, and I, to this day I'm convinced of this deep power of the written word that with the written word, you can, you know, uh, you can start wars, you can end wars, you can, you know, inspire nations, you can create culture, you pass on culture, you, it's, there's so much, I mean, words are so powerful. Um, and as I studied and, and, and learned more, I've learned that words have even greater power over our physiology, over our health, over, so much. I mean, what we see as possible is also controlled about what we think is possible. So what we say leads to what we believe. And it's unbelievable when you have to start digging into that. But words have always been this thing for me. And I, I you know, I have a semi-photographic memory. I, I, I remember words really well. Doesn't work that well with numbers for me. Uh, my mom is the one with the photographic memory. She used to be able to like quote law tracks in the middle of debate, televised debates between people, and she'd be like, "No, actually, on page forty-nine, section two, you know, she'd be able to quote law text. She was unbelievable. She'd be able to crunch, you know, huge, huge bills of information and be able to understand it and uh, reference it on the spot. So I don't have that kind of talent." Um, but, but words have always stuck with me. I was always doing well in English and history, struggling in math, and, and always in love with science, but sometimes caught up by the, you know, the balancing moles equations and the math side of things, um, and the endless quantifications without any kind of systematic pattern literacy. That's what drew me to permaculture was because it was the missing element in science that is actually engaging. So I, I, was, I was really a humanities student. And once there was a story, once there was a how and a pattern and, and, uh, and like there was a system and a cycle to nature and to biology and chemistry, it really found place for me in my understanding. And I think that's why a lot of what my writing um, has, has, has found its popularity is in the fact that I have created it in a way that has allowed me to revisit my younger years and younger self and correct those things <laughs> um, and, and, and basically retake me through science in a way that's empowering. And so that I think a lot of people are drawn to that. So 
I, I, I was, I was a really great student in some ways, really poor student in other ways. Um, I w had a hard time in school, um, and that's probably why I became a teacher. Uh, and I was an English major at NYU. I then went on and became a substitute teacher after a music career, nationally touring. I, my music's still on iTunes. Um, you can find my music, you know, all over the place. Um, uh, it's sometimes still on the radio, sometimes still on TV. Um, but after that career, after my wife just kept getting cancer, I stayed at home and I started uh, wanting to be close to home. And so teaching was the only thing you could do with an English major, you know, degree from NYU, really, in the middle of Central Valley, California. So that's what I did. And it was the best decision, I, I, one of the best decisions I've ever made. Because all the things I learned about writing were going down the wrong track. And I got to see it play out in real time by trying to like implement those strategies, teach those strategies, and then justify those strategies with, uh, with students that really cared about, uh, I mean, they cared about the bottom line in many ways. It's like, what, how, does this how is this relevant to me? You know, um, and how is this going to help and serve me now and in the future? And so I, I really understood very quickly how frivolous much of our literature and our writing and even our education is around writing. And I was really lucky because I was taught um, really less is more, really direct, focused teaching at different times. We'll get into this in a bit. And so I had that touchstone throughout my education, but I was attracted just as so many young writers are to the, the, the finery and the words and the details and the, it's like the filigree of writing. And it just doesn't serve the reader. It's fun for the writer. So I was really lucky to be able to have this touchstone of understanding how to be direct, how to be straightforward, because I started just kind of leaning towards what worked because I was in a classroom where I didn't have any textbooks or anything. So I really got to see very quickly what did or did not work because I was creating the curriculum as we went. Um, and being responsive in trying to please my master teachers, my administrators. I was the first student teacher of an experimental high school uh, where we had only had laptops, we had created our curriculum from scratch. So it really was like I was writing, um, performance writing almost. So it was every day, it was testing out what I had done and watching these kids that really had never read, the first book they had really read all the way through was a novel was The Hunger Games in ninth grade the year before. So I really had this challenge where I had to create relevance around writing and reading for these students that didn't see much relevance other than you know being able to go online and, and stuff like that. And uh, a lot of the stuff they, they consume, you know what I mean, is not, not very well written. Um, so I was, I was really like in this crunch situation where I really had to prove the value of the written word as I saw it at the same time as I showed it and demonstrated it. 
And so I really had to, and it was, it was performance writing. It was performance communication, ideas and organization, outlinings, clarity of thought. All these things inter intertwined. Um, and then I was also trying to teach, you know, objectives um, for, for the, you know, their grade level. Uh, and then also trying to accomplish some really fantastic things um, like teaching without homework, like uh, performance-based assessments. So their final, after they wrote the essay, is to turn it into a presentation, which they pre you know, present live and perhaps record it and put it online, show for the world. You know, those sorts of things, that kind of uh, performance necessity uh, really changed the dynamic both for them and myself as I was being filmed at times too and showcased online as well. So a lot of things really, were, it was like pressure, right? And so I got really good really fast at a lot of different things. I was always a prolific writer and always a fast writer because I was a musician, so I could write almost as fast as I could talk. And so I could go through the iterations and the revisions and the drafts that most people couldn't. So if I had a willing teacher or friends, um, and I, at different times I've had, I've been very fortunate actually, you know, Rachel Ray, the uh, bestseller cookbook, you know, author and, and uh, television host, she used to read my work um, and give me feedback. And so I had all these people that were giving me feedback and helping me hone my skills. Uh, and, and don't be afraid to ask people in your life to help you. Um, you'll find that when you ask for favors, um, it creates this relationship because you've asked and now you have to give and then they give and it creates this you know, mutual dependency that's beautiful. So I, I, I've reached out, I've gotten tons and tons of feedback that's consistent with what I do today. I'm always trying to get better and the only way we do that is by establishing this feedback loop and we'll talk more about that. But so I, I thrived in this atmosphere of feedback and then I left the school environment and then I, really turned to my peers, my fellow teachers, my uh, fellow authors, and my students for feedback. So I know, I mean, when you just ask the internet in general, it's sometimes really hard to you know, trust you know, more than like 80% of the answers because you're gonna always get those outliers, right? But when you have your, your people, you have your, your tribe, your family, your team, whatever that may be, and there's lots of iterations, we can talk about that. Um, you really get that honest feedback and you can calibrate and really fine tune things and respond well to your niche and really get that communication clear. And so you're like, I am calibrated, the tone is correct, the um, amount of detail is correct, the pacing is correct. Those kinds of things are sometimes very hard to calibrate unless you have that, that, that flow of feedback. And that's what I got. And that's what you know, I feel is really critical um, for, for every writer to really develop. And so I just really fell into this, this love affair of just writing and revising and getting better and better and better. And then I got to the point where I was demonstrating everything I did, because that's you know, good teaching you should do. Uh, that's what we're going to do in this course. Um, and I was demonstrating how to do a Kickstarter. And I kickstarted a book and it went really well. And that book is right here. Actually, 
that book is um, here in Arabic, that book is here in Polish, that book is here in Spanish, and also online, it's Italian and French, but I haven't in print quite yet, um, though they're in process. Where is it? Where is the original here? All right, so here is the original. So this, this little book made me almost, well, yeah, it was as much money as I make it, as I used to make in a year as a teacher um, after taxes. So this uh, made under $30,000 and you know, it's crazy how little teachers make, but that's, that was the reality and it was a whole month. So I was completely ah, just freaking out. And so it just changed my life when that happened. I, I wrote that and I realized in that moment that as a writer that I had changed. I, and I've only thought about it more and more as I've written more and more. Um, because as I've, as I've gotten closer into what this means, it has changed myself more as a writer and what I care about as a writer has completely changed. Um, I, I, yeah, yeah, I really care about the experience of the reader and not like are they entertained, though I care about that. It's are they getting the actual point of me writing this? Is the time, effort, you know, sweat, blood and tears that we, that we put into this actually correlating to a difference being made in their lives? That's what I care about. And everything else is secondary. It really comes down to getting focused and clear. And that's why this first week, all the videos in this first week are going to be focused around clarity. So really quick, this right now is the introduction and I'll be talking about the course overview in a second, but this is how it's gonna work. Every week I'm gonna be having an outline of what we're gonna be talking about. These are all gonna be videos um, and I'm gonna be going over what we're gonna be talking about this week. Um, at the beginning, we're gonna have a review at the end of each week. We're gonna be having live Q&A every week Friday at one o'clock, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We are, and that may shift. That always, you know what I mean? Things can always shift. Um, but, but I really wanna just get into a rhythm here and share, share this with you. Um, every Friday, wanna get your questions answered, get you moving, get you through each of these steps so that you really can understand and flesh out your ideas Every week we're going to have questions and worksheets that you're going to fill out. You're going to have reflection. You're going to be taking your book, your idea, through a process that's going to refine it. It's going to unlock it and allow you to understand it at a much, much deeper level. So we're going to be walking through things that maybe you've already thought about, but we're going to be going deeper, broader, maybe asking questions you haven't asked before. Writing it out is going to change the way that you are going to be able to handle it later on. The way you're going to be able to design with extra clarity, to move extra fast. This is why musicians practice slowly because they train their muscles so that they can go really fast. They're actually creating guidelines for their muscle memory so that when they just go, they're, they're timing the clocks in their fingers essentially are locked in, are the boundaries. So we're gonna be doing that. We're gonna be locking in some amazing information, some amazing new skills 
and insights. And they're going to iterate every week and lock in. And then you, at the end of this, you're going to be able to line all this up. You're going to be able to have a clear plan of what you are going to do with your book. And then I'm going to have a special invitation at the end to a live weekly workshop. We're going to be refining all those ideas together as a group. But here, I've got to get this out. I've got to explain all the different things about why, how, and the spectrum of how. Because it's not a one-size-fits-all. It's not your way or my way or the highway or any of that jazz. You know what I mean? It's about what works for you, about what's going to serve you at the highest level, and then also creating multiple backups. Because the reality is everyone has different needs at different times. You're going to have to do different things. And these processes are going to change. And having an understanding of how they're all interacting and working is going to serve you and going to prepare you for to be nimble for all the other changes that are going to come because things constantly change. So, but, but actually the way I'm going to show you how to do things circumvents a lot of that. And you'll see why. <laughs> so let's just cover what we're going to be covering this week. So we're going to be talking about where to begin, how humans construct reality, which story, Zinser's approach, right, Godin's approach, you know Seth Godin? Um, all writers workshops, what they're talking about there, teachers' perspectives, uh, less is more, uh, repetition. Why do we want to write a book? What kind of book do you want to write? What value will your book offer? What skills do you want to gain by reading your, what skills do you want them to gain by reading your book? What do you want your readers to feel? The title and subtitle, the elevator pitch, three to five sentences, and then we have the weekend review. All right, so that's what's happening this week. So get ready. The videos are here. They're waiting for you to begin and to start the reflection process. So every week we're going to be having videos. We have worksheets to fill out and reflection. And you are going to be building throughout this process your business plan, your plan for designing, how to run things, how to roll things out, how to launch things, how to write things, how to market things the whole nine yards. We're going to be able to show you every step. You're going to be able to price things out. You're going to be able to understand what the what they're using because you can use it too. So it's all there. We're going to cover everything. So this is just the beginning, but every week we're going to do another small step. Let's begin. You ready? Here we go.